Welcome to the Brazilian Zook No Cap Podcast with your host, Archie, Ifosa, Jesse, Amber, and Jamie L, where we discuss all things Brazilian Zook, honestly and from our perspective collectively and personally. So go ahead and grab you something to drink, grab you something to eat, turn this up, and let's hop into this next episode. Keep thinking that I'm seeing water, you're playing tricks on me in the sun. See your shadow in the courtyard Stays until the day is done The desert don't end, rain don't fall I can't pretend I don't want you all Cause I want you all You all Oh babe, I really need ya My feelings getting deeper My mind is in a free fall But there's nothing I can do Yo, what's going on, world? Welcome to the Brazilian Zook No Cap Podcast. We are excited to be here today with you guys. We have an awesome topic, kind of a, a spicy little topic that we all are going to speak on. Before we do that, let's go ahead and do some introductions. It's your boy, Archie. We also got Amber D- DJ Aphrodisiac. Hey! We got Jesse, the Latin Bay Puerto Rican mommy in the building. Hola, hola. And we got... <laughs> Ifosa, all the way from New York by way of DC at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Jamil is not here with us, but you know what I'm saying? He's here with us in spirit. So we're going to keep it rocking. And today we are going to be discussing a topic that is uh, kind of an interesting one, especially because different people tend to have different opinions on it and they tend to be very strong. Um, we're going to talk about dating within the dance scene. Um, and uh, let it let it flow from there. So, <laughs> off jump, what's your thoughts specifically on dating? Are we doing like a yes no vote from everyone? <laughs> we could do yes no and then expand, or you can just like go straight into it like a freaking bowling ball down the lane or something if you want to. No, that was Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm a I'm a quote I'm a quote outcast on my answer. Don't do it. Reconsider. <laughs> Read some literature on the subject. Be sure. <laughs> Just yeah, I was gonna say something, but never mind. Ifo, so what you think? Uh, honestly, I'm indifferent to it because one, I haven't really had time for it. So because you're young, it's because you're but, young. But yeah. not just for you, but like for others. With- with people yeah if somebody was asking I mean, for advice and they're like man i really like this girl and i want to date her like i want to be with her long term and she's a dancer and she's in the dancing like me like what would you tell them <laughs> well do they have good communication skills like whatever etc i don't know from the shit i've seen in dance i lean more towards no just because people tend to use dance to take place where words should be words and actions should be they try to dance their experiences and feelings out mm. and it's like 
No, you still got to take this person out on a date. You still got to talk to them. You still got to be romantic and so on. And I'm like doing a body roll or, or Saida or like, you know, little isolations is not going to take, it's not going to like replace the actual work that needs to be done. So, I, I mean, but for some people it's work. But on Facebook, usually we see we don't see those people. Usually we see what's not working. So me, I'm like, because eh. successful couples usually like couple up and then leave dance. Like there's not a whole yep. a whole bunch of people yeah. that stay. <laughs> yeah. And I, That's I, it. I have said this: the moment I find me something, I'm out. I'm retiring. That's the trend. That's it. I'm retiring. Packing my bags. I'm Houdini. Don't call me. Don't text me. Done. <laughs> Unless it's about some money, don't, don't that's it. <laughs> See, now you got people, they're going to be like, girls going to be interested and everybody going to be swaying them away from you because they know what the income going to be. What the outcome. And if a FOSA just suddenly disappears in the next couple of months, everyone knows why. Right. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm gone. That's it. It's so I still do this podcast, though. That's fun. Oh, but sure. wait, Archie, what's your feeling on it? Because you're the only one right. that had like a dance relationship turn into a marriage, at least on this podcast. And so. I'm an anomaly. Yeah. I'm an anomaly. Well, and I understand few. it. I understand. <laughs> like, and that's why my thoughts for myself does not relate to the entirety of the scene. So what's your thoughts for the scene then? So I'll say it like this without going into too much detail because y'all all, except for your post, it just kind of gave yes or no's. I think that it is possible, but you have to be a mature and mm. like, you have to be good yourself and, mm. and have everything properly in its right place mm. before you even start dating somebody. Like, like dating, what you have to be, you have to, first of all, you have to, know how to be in a relationship with mm. yourself and then mm. you have to know how to be in a relationship with another person like those are things mm. that you actually have to know how to do i tell people all the time if like one of my guy friends tells me that they want to date somebody and i ask them if, they, if it comes up i'll be like are you do you think you're ready to date and then sometimes we get in conversations about it and they'll say stuff like oh i'm a good guy and i'm like just because you're a good guy doesn't mean you would be a good partner like mm. like mm. Being a good being a good man doesn't automatically make you a good relationship person, you know? So I think that it's placing all those in the right perspective, not allowing dance to be priority over the person that you're with. Yes. Lord. Treating them as two separate things. If you had to choose one that took priority, then you have to figure out what's priority for you and it should be the person that you're with honesty i think is important getting i'm going off but like not getting caught no, up hurt. not getting caught up in a lot of the a lot of the nonsense that happens is in the scene stay away from drama don't put your relationship drama yes. out there Oof. the community Oof. should not be no a, like people a factor I'm already, in your relationship that that's not, keep it i'm out, already but. i'm already big on like Obviously, you take advice from other people, specifically people that you trust, that know you and that know the person that you're with and that you hold their opinion at a high value because their life shows that it should be placed there. Like we should have that. But even then, your relationship with your person is your relationship. 
Like you yeah. guys should not be flagging all of y'all's stuff out for everybody to see or whatever. And, and, and you should have a level of privacy and, uh, and then, like I said, trust and honesty. But so I for think me, that's I th- hard, like so many, for so many people, I think that's hard to understand because in dance, you kind of become, um, a symbol of your brand, right? Like there's you, the person, and then there's kind of like you, the brain that you put out there that everyone's kind of cheering for, like the alter ego mass type person. Mm -hmm. And I know, especially if you're in the business side of it, that becomes part of your marketing is like, who are you putting out there? And it's easy for your relationship to become a natural extension of like that marketing brand for a lot of people. Um, And sometimes it's like super cute, right? Like you've got Evelyn and Derek, and I absolutely love them. I think they're such a beautiful couple. You've got Brenda and Anderson, and they are such a wonderful, beautiful couple, but their relationship is naturally part of, you know, their dance persona. And so when you have that as an example, I think it can be hard for people to realize what negativity and what you're inviting in with like the cute you know, couple videos, couples post or whatever else, you're inviting a lot of other energy in on top of that. And I don't think mm-hmm. people are always in a place to, the relationship is not in a place to endure the rest of what comes in along with that, like what you're inviting in, you know? Yeah, for I, I mean, I agree. I think that, so like for me to answer the question, I think that it works, but I think that it doesn't automatically work. And mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of stuff that, can make it not work you know like me and sophie me and sophia we we met in the dancing and we dated while still being in the dancing obviously i've been working in it we got married and now we have a kid and our relationship is great so i think that it's possible but also both of us like when we went into the relationship one we're super like very clear and honest with one another about what we wanted that's the number one. Stop BSing and and not making your intentions known, whatever they are, to the person if you want to be in a relationship. Oh God, I hate coming down on people, but no, like no, I feel I, like there's so I many children important. that yes. are in adult bodies, bro. Like yeah. I'm like, are we still in high school? Why are you yeah. not just being honest? Oh, but you don't understand like this and this and that, and I'm shy or blah blah blah, and I'm like. I know everybody has different struggles and everybody got different personalities, but you're, it just opens the door for a lot of confusion whenever mm-hmm. you're expecting somebody to just know how you feel or to True. know what you think, you know? So there's a lot of people that are like that. And then even when they get into the relationship, they aren't super open and clear and, and communicative about stuff that they like and stuff that they don't like or stuff that might make them feel uncomfortable you know that's also hard like especially so like it's hard in normal relationship to have to talk about you know boundaries and you know here are my needs like a lot of people have issues expressing their needs but when you come into dance and there's certain expectations of like well this person lets their partner dance with other people why aren't you comfortable with that or this person lets their partner like travel you know you see a lot of examples of how other dance couples work and it's hard not to compare and be like well they think it's okay well maybe it's okay for us you know what I mean like there's a certain amount of like group pressure as to how your relationship should work even though in dance there's like 20 million different types of relationships that people are juggling you know from monogamous to polyamorous to whatever else and so they're making rules based off of what works for them Mm -hmm. um 
And so comparing can just lead to such a like dangerous place for so many people, you know? Yeah. That's why comparing should not be, you shouldn't be doing that. If at any moment with anything, not just with, like, let's just say dance, for example, she would never do this. But if like when we were dating, Sophia would have been like, yo, so-and-so doesn't like it whenever her partner dances with other people. Like, why do you dance with other people? Red flag number one to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are we comparing our relationship to somebody else? Like, Word. we should be communicating with one another personally. Like, if something makes you feel a certain way, then you talk to me about how it makes you feel because I'm in a relationship with you. I'm not in a relationship with Bob and with June. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a relationship with you. So I think that though that is possibly something that can be difficult, it's something that you should, if it is difficult, work like intentionally work to not do. Because then it's not going to stop. Like, it's not going to stop right there. You're going to continue to do it for a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, so let's divide the episode up like this. Let's talk about each of our experiences with dating and dance, whether you have it or not. And then let's talk about the things that we've seen that are bad and the things that we've seen that are good. Like, you know what I mean? Like a fair and balanced kind of episode. I'm down for that. Okay, so we have Archie, who is happily married with a badass wife and a gorgeous child and he met his wife in dance i actually was there for some of the inception moments of that really beautiful <laughs> to watch like super beautiful <laughs> it's it's crazy i don't even know if y'all know the whole story before. i don't know any of the story i'll make it i'll make it quick and i'll make it short so in 2014 maybe 13 one of them years me and Sizzle and Gerard and Dapo went to ADC. Wait, wait. Sizzle was on that ADC? Yeah, me and Sizzle both went to the first two ADCs. And that was whenever that was whenever we were on ADC. And it was our first time back when ADC <laughs> was lit. And so. I remember it was like three o'clock in the morning and we were walking on the top deck and we just heard boom, boom, boom. Boom. And I'm like, what is that noise? So we keep walking and noise keeps getting louder. And we walk into like the main performance auditorium room. And there is a freaking nightclub hip hop party happening. And me and Sizzler, and it's packed. And we were just like, bro, it's like four o'clock in the morning. And they are like turning up. And that's when we realized, bro, ADC turns up around the clock. Like it's just like there's 100% music going all the time. And just so, for yeah, reference, he, ADC is Aventura Dance Cruise, just if you don't know. Okay, yeah. keep going. And if you don't know what that is, it's a like a Latin dance cruise that had uh, that has Kizomba and Brazilians who've gone it. And it's not, like the entire, it's basically like a Congress on a boat. The entire boat is nothing but dancers. So we were there and I remember we saw these girls on the beach when we were on the beach before the cruise and it was Sophie and three of her cousins and we were like, hey, what's up? And they're like, what's up? And then they were like, are you guys going on the cruise? And yeah, we were like, yeah, we're going on the cruise. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So then like a little bit more small talk and then we all kept it moving. Then we were on the boat and this was whenever I first officially like actually had a conversation with Sophia we talked for like two minutes we danced like three songs and then we kept it moving I was like all right see you later bye and then we didn't talk for the whole year like at the, <laughs> got off the boat didn't talk again for the entire year I think she might have sent me one message because she heard somebody playing like a song somewhere that was one of ours or whatnot but like the whole year we didn't talk no intentions nothing 
The next year I got hired on the cruise. So I was there working and she was there again, which she wasn't supposed to be there, but, but somebody dropped out and then they needed an, They had an extra ticket. So she was able to get on. So she came on that one and that was, it was weird, bro. It was so organic because it was like not forced, but that was the year where similar stuff happened. We uh, talked. I said, you want to dance? She said, yes. We started dancing and we danced for like an hour and a half. And then we stopped dancing for like two minutes and talked for a second. And then we danced again for like another hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I was like, wow, like, I, this chick is like really dope. I think I really could see myself like getting to know her more. Um, Just from the dance. And the conversation. I oh, okay. Question. I have a yeah. question on dance um, in regards to especially. So does does the dancing lend itself to develop feelings or things that may or may not be real um so actually my question would be what about what showed up in that dance that brought about the conversations or decided what you wanted to do if that was a thing like well, why why did you decide can i just to interject for a second because i feel like archie ain't even tell the story right oh. like it was not oh, even shit. like it's not there's more my bad let me finish there. it let me finish the story and then you could tell it from your point of point of view because you were there i was there I story's yeah. almost done it's almost done. So basically, after that, she was living in Chicago. I was living in Houston. We exchanged information on the boat. And then I messaged her and I was like, yo, I'm totally ad-libbing. But this is basically like the gist of what I said. I was like, hey, I had a really good time. I think that you're really, I think you're really sweet. I think you're a really cool, uh, really cool girl. I think I said woman or something. Um, but I was like, I would really like to get to know you a little bit more if you would if you'd be interested in that. And she was like, yeah, for sure. And so then I flew to Chicago and oh. I got a hotel, flew to Chicago. We went out for like coffee. Then we went out for dinner. I was there for like four days, went out for coffee, went out for dinner, hung out in the city. And then whenever I left, we were dating officially. Hmm. That's what happened. So Jesse can kind of tell her POV and then you can ask your question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to ask the question. <laughs> I'm like, fucking question. <laughs> Wow. Okay, so ADC, if you've never been up into the dance cruise, is basically like a giant spring break for adults. It happens on a cruise ship, and there was a giant group of us, and this is like, mind you, this had to have been like 2014 or something like that, back when kids in Zook were tiny. Like, there were maybe like four major congresses across the U.S. So whenever people gathered, it was a big deal, but also it was not widely known. So when a group of us, there was maybe like 15 of us that actually knew how to dance on the entirety of the cruise because the whole cruise is sold out full of dancers. So there was like maybe 15 of us. It was like Archie and Dapo and Gerard, Shafia was there, Audie was there, Pam was there. There was like a solid group of like really hardcore dancers, but we were all in our inception. So we were just bopping around the ship. We had, there was like drinks available. It was like the most wonderful vacation. And we had been like gang gang the entire time. We get to the night party and you should know at this point in time, Kiz was like the evil stepchild of the boat. Like they kicked us in the back of the boat mm. at that point in time was like considered the worst part because the the cruise like rocks. And so if you've never tried to ground yourself on a moving ground, it is ridiculously hard. But on the back of the cruise, when you look at night, there's like millions of stars because there's no light pollution. And it is no, gorgeous. Yeah, and it's not inside, it's outside on the on the deck where yeah. there's like hot tubs and everything so the music is playing the, the moonlight's pouring down there's millions of stars the music's going and we're all gang gang we're hanging out we're dancing whatever else and all of a sudden archie is gone archie <laughs> has disappeared 
Huh. We looking around, where is Archie? And we look over towards the very back by the side railing in like in the distance where the stars are shining and the moonlight is playing. Oh, and Archie man. is all the way cuddled up on this girl that I don't think I know. So I'm just looking, I'm like, oh, that's cute. Like he's not even moving. They're just holding each other. And so we just kind of look and I'm like, oh, look at Archie. And then I look back two hours later and they still have not moved. They are still just <laughs> holding each other in place, hugged up. And they stayed that way for literally the entire night, just holding each other, like not moving, not stopping, just like, yeah, like heads bent towards each other. It was the cutest, most romantic way. Like kids music have been playing all sorts of different genres. We did not see Archie, I think, for the rest of like the next couple of days. Um, (laughs) But it was such a beautiful romantic setting just because of the, like everything just came together and like, it's so different than a regular Congress because you're all stuck on one boat. Like there's not really an escape. So everyone just kind of stays out in the common areas. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It was just really beautiful to watch. Like that was the moment where it was like, oh, shoot, he's done for. Yeah, it was cool. Wow. It was, I mean, obviously it was great, you know? Um, I mean, of course it was great for you. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, I mean, it was super funny because there would be points where people wanted to dance with me or like I remember specific people that wanted to dance with her and mm. she would be like, are you sure? Like she asked me a couple, like the, she asked me one time and then after that she was like, okay, forget it. I don't care about these other people. Wait, but at, we uh, need to save that for another episode. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's long. What, something else. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Okay. So I won't say that, but yeah. So like, it was dope. Like we, we met and then we danced and then we, everything started happening or whatnot when it was history. So I think it can work. Like I said, I think dating can work. It's worked for me. Obviously I was looking at Zuriel yesterday and I was like, if it wasn't for this cruise, you wouldn't be here, buddy. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, I think it worked. I just think that it can't only be dance. Like you have okay. to be able to have a sustainable relationship outside of dance and and Mm -hmm. at least if you get serious which is what i feel like a lot of people have a problem with even outside of dance just in life in general you have to understand that relationships take compromise on both sides and in my personal opinion when you are single your life should not look the exact same as it does whenever you're dating that's just my Ooh, personal opinion. let's get there let's get there because oh, yeah, let's, let's break that down let's yeah, we'll talk- wait i want to hear i feel like it's relevant yeah, to talk about else. like everyone uh-huh. else's experience in yeah. dating because i feel like it's one thing to look at it from the outside and say your opinion and then it's another thing to have actually experienced it in whatever format and then speak on it from that perspective so Amber Nafosa, what have been your experiences of dating and dance? Is your fiance in dancing? No. Okay, I didn't know. Absolutely didn't know. not. Okay. I, wow. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I, he's pulled up. I've seen him. I saw him <laughs> dance a little bit. At, he uh, can sure. dance. He can dance, but he's not in the dancing. Like I didn't find him in the dancing. I found him in a while. In a while, he just he went got your your fishing rod, picked him up. Right. She said, let me go grab a muggle. She found him in the wild. <laughs> yeah. Like, you threw your Pokeball at him. Let's go. No, y'all really have no idea. Like, I had to do a lot to find. And we actually got married, like, uh, last mm. week. No, the week, two weeks ago. I thought I saw that. And I didn't. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. See Congratulations. People. See people. Thank you. We on a podcast. And I consider me and Amber really good friends. And <laughs> I mean, 
business she, just wasn't all out there like that. That's yeah, yeah. That, that was kind of information. Like, I remember seeing y'all engaged and everything. Yeah. Y'all, y'all really did a whole, wait. We just had a, like a courthouse wedding. So I pulled up to that. I pulled up to that. Amber's I a pulled up to that wife right now. That's crazy. <laughs> I pulled up to your house. Yeah. Not too long, like a couple of days ago. Yeah. Hey, I, I didn't know y'all were married. I would have brought something gift. Oh. What you, it's different. Yo, he that man is a Nigerian. I'm also a Nigerian. I'm oh. not going up to a, a house with no gift. So like yeah, with nothing. Okay. Like, nah, hold on. Next time, next time. Yeah, I got some, <laughs> like some money or something. Like yeah, nah, to celebrate the what? Oh, you know what? My yeah. first. Okay, I've had like two major relationships. So my my kid's dad and we were engaged, but he's actually a dancer. Uh-huh. What style of dance? How did you meet him? He, What's the he story? does he does swing and Lindy Hop. So we met doing swing and Lindy Hop. Swim too? Oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. And so, our so, kid, so. our kid, first child, her name is Lindy. So yeah, that's how we met. So based off of that experience and maybe the other one before your husband, how would you consider like I guess like your experience with dating in the scene? Honestly, I think with me and my kid's dad, if we were together, it would have worked because we were in two different scenes, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I would go out sometimes with him. He would come out sometimes with me and we could do each other's dances, but it wasn't a lot of, you know, overlap. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I say no, because fortunately when I entered the scene, I was in a relationship. So that kind of shielded me from like being naive and doing dumb stuff in the dance scene. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. So I just saw a lot of stuff and I was like, I don't even know what's going on with these men. Because men, I always say men in the dance scene are not the same as men outside of dancing because mm. the uh. the <laughs> uh dynamics are reversed. You know what I'm saying? Like outside the dancing, men have to, you know, work hard to get a woman. They have to have something going on with them. You know what I'm saying? Inside the dance scene, the most popular guys. They can just dance really well. They can be literally homeless, mm. no job, mm. but they got a good lateral or good planta zook. Is that what y'all say? <laughs> and then me. they will have all the uh, women. No, this is they true. They will have true. all the women. So it That's makes true. the men lazy in the dancing. So this is why I say no, just for the women, because men in the dancing are not the same as outside of dancing. So that's why I was like, no, I do not want a lazy dancing man. Now, see, that's what I'm saying. Men, did y'all hear Archie? Archie mm. flew to Chicago mm. to get <laughs> Sophia. Mm. That is not being lazy. So Archie is an exception, and that's why he's married. But most men they're not gonna do that they'd be like okay well i'll just see you at the next event and maybe we can hang out in the hotel room a few hours you know and even the way he shot his shot was respectful and that's so uncommon like dudes in the dancing will be like yo what up you trying to fly to virginia to see me girl come on it's like what (laughs) it's so backwards like i it's it's weird if that's a red flag in my opinion (laughs) if it's like yo you want to fly over here i mean I don't know, maybe it's different for some people, but I think that it's you should be initiating and at, at least like showing interest from jump if you're interested and then doing your part and doing what you can to make this, the, the first steps 
go forward, you know? Right. Mm. So that's why I say no to dating in the dancing. But my relationship, it didn't work for reasons not related to the dancing. But yeah, personal opinion. What about you, Ifosa? So I've never dated in the dancing. Just to give some, I guess, some little backstory. I started, what, 2016 dancing. But while in that time, I was in college. And then I was still in college. Then I went to get my master's in 2020. So it's, what, four years in or so. And then we had the pandemic. Oh. And so, like, we had the pandemic. So I didn't really see people for about a year or two-ish. So when I was ready, actually going back, I'm Nigerian. So a lot of the things we we believe in, a lot of the things we grew up in is you're not dating anyone broke. <laughs> yeah, like you, I said, you cannot be broke while dating somebody. So okay, gotcha, of, gotcha. Yeah, that that's it. It's flipped. It's so not bad. Let me let me say yeah, it works yeah. both ways. I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, you know, eh, I, whatever. <laughs> so I so a lot of that. While I was in college, obviously, no money to my name. And why I say money, because I think it's I think it's a thing you need, regardless in any relationship or whatever kind, because you, there's cer- certain things, things have a cost, whether you're flying out to Chicago, whether you get a cup of coffee, whatever, you still need to have some money. And I, like, I refuse to ask anybody or take anyone out without being able to pay for all of it. That, to me, is my belief so a lot of it was just all right i'm not gonna do it and then when i finally got my job the whole pandemic happened i'm like oh and i know some people are still shooting their shot and so on but for me i was like all right let me take this time to work on myself read some books work on my (laughs) own you know personal communication skills and so on and now we're back into the i guess dancing and everything and to be honest i haven't really really been interested in dating in the scene because the things I want when it comes to how like I want easy and open communication. I want like actual effort and I will also want to give effort. And I don't I feel like from what I've seen, things are a little bit too muddy or people use dance as a way to deal with their problems or to talk through things out. They would dance, they will talk, they will dance their talks when to me that shit wouldn't fly. Just seeing some of these things and I'm will just bother me because yeah. if things are not working or if things are working we need to talk we need to actual effort needs to happen and i i'm not a fan of that so i'm really if i'm if i'm to meet somebody i'll probably be in the wild because <laughs> from what i see i'm i'm like mm. what i love about you afosa is that you walk your talk because even if something's going down in the group chat and you don't like how it's going, Afosa be the first one to pick up the phone and call you immediately. Be like, now nah, we about to talk this out. What you talking about? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's... I, but talking, to me, talking is like little effort. I don't yeah. see what the big deal is. Love it. So to all the ladies, y'all know what Afosa <laughs> looking for. Good communication. Uh, I'm and he not And he not broke. And he not broke. <laughs> that boy got his paper right. In fact, if he was broke, you wouldn't even be able to do it. So you know if he's saying he's ready, he got the paper right and everything. So, But you sound like you're in the place that I was in. And then Jesse got to tell her tell her stuff. But you sound like you were in the place I was in. Literally, yeah. I didn't... Di- Sophia's the only person I've ever dated in the scene. I've never dated anybody else in the scene. And it, like I said earlier, like I wasn't searching for anything. I was literally just doing my thing. And it just like, wow, out of nowhere, you know? I feel like if that's to happen for me, whether in the scene or in the wild... That would be the case because at this point, I mean, yeah, it could happen. I'm cool with it. 
but also I'm not like in a rush. I got time. I'm, my life is still, I have plenty of life. I'm not going to just get with anybody just to get with anybody. Yeah. Mm. And, what about you, Jesse? So I have been in a dance scene since uh, like 2012 is when I first kind of, I was like 21 when as soon as I was legally able to enter the clubs, I've been dancing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> for for context, I am turning 32 in June. So almost 10 years I've been dancing in like the social club scene or whatever. Started off with salsa. I dated a couple of guys locally and that was actually really fun for me. Um, being able to dance guy, date guys that were so different from me like one of them was a ballroom teacher and so he was like super you know they're like super classy they were like suit pants everywhere they go but he was just like the cutest guy and we Mm. had so much fun it was so casual I think we were both really clear on like what was happening I dated a literal like statistical engineer something was the smartest human being ever and Mm -hmm. I had a whole different experience with him and that was super fun but again we were like super clear on what was going on what was our intention we were able to break up all of us were still like not break up but like we just decided it wasn't going anywhere and it was like a super easy thing like we all remained cool they continued to date other people I dated other people we're still all really good friends and then I've had a serious dance relationship with a guy who ended up being my dance partner and that went on for I think we're partners for like six years or something like that it was like a significant amount of time and we were partners first we ended up dating afterwards and I just based on that experience I say no for so many reasons it becomes so hard from this perspective of like somebody who was partnered with their person and dating and like we were traveling together we were traveling separate and trying to like build a relationship after we had started to build a partnership and it was just so much that I was not ready for that I had not anticipated Again, I started when I was really young, so I was really naive, and I was essentially growing up in the dance scene. Like, this was my main place, right? And when you're learning social lessons about how to be an adult in the dance scene, like, you just grow up such a different person. Sorry, I feel like I'm rambling just because I feel like I have so many feelings, and this is, like, the first chance I've gotten to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, no, it's so hard if you're in a partnership with somebody and you're dating, it's so easy because of the proximity. Like you literally spend all your time together, you're training, you're business marketing, you're going to studios, you're traveling together. Like the proximity makes it easy. But there is something really important, I feel like, about having time apart and having space and having your own things. So when you start to date somebody that does your same hobbies, that like you go home to whatever else, there's not enough time apart. I also don't think I was prepared for how public our relationship was and Mm. what that entailed of like people watching and being like well you guys aren't posting each other right now like what's going on like is there something (laughs) happening with you guys like I just see that you're posting him more than he posts you so like what's that dynamic people would say that people just ask so many questions or like they would infer stuff it wouldn't wouldn't always be outright questions but there would be inferences like hey so what's going on you know there would also just be like nosy people bro nosy nosy and people would be like in our relationship like testing the waters so there was definitely like there's so many specific moments where i remember once people started because we dated for a while quietly um because i wanted to do what archie said kind of test the waters to make sure that we were solid as a couple before we introduced it to dance and as soon as people figured it out 
things would happen. Like a girl would ask him to dance and then like look me dead in the eye and start like caressing his neck. Like oh, a direct oh, challenge. Oh, nah. And that, that, I was just oh, like. Oh, <laughs> nah, nah. I was like. Nah, come on. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Let's have some decorum. We can't. Right. So, that's, that's wild. It was really hard. And it's like, this is a place where I'm hired to work as a professional. Like we're both professionally being hired to work. So you can't. You can't act, you know, what you're feeling in your heart, which is I'm about to go rip her off this, my man. You like, you have to handle it with some decorum. So I was not prepared for that. Yeah. I was not prepared. And along with that sort of energy, like there will be accusations of people watching them if they go to festivals, right, by themselves and be like, hey, so I saw him dancing with somebody and they looked really close. So now there's this dynamic of, okay, they looked close, but who, was it just somebody rubbing up on him? Was it him reciprocating? You know what I mean? Like, so now there's questions of infidelity. There's just so much intensity. And if you tie in the business side of it, the sexism comes into play. Like that becomes a really difficult thing to handle of like, even if you're contributing equally to the partnership, a lot of chances are is that the the male counterpart in the partnership is going to get a lot of the credit. So balancing the business part of it, um, Afosa, part of what you say is kind of true that like, you know, conversations do happen on the dance floor. But from my perspective, dance is like a natural ex extension of like what you're already feeling. So mm, I can kind of yeah, tell. I the agree dynamic. with that. Yeah, I can already tell a lot of the dynamics of what people are feeling between each other based off of how they dance together. Like Ooh. I can tell if, oh yeah, if you're fighting, and I see you dance, I can usually tell. If you're feeling each other or if you've hooked up before and you dance together, I can usually tell. You know what okay. I mean? Like I the you. energy between you two <clears throat> is usually a reflection of what's going on, right? And so um, being a teacher and having to do demos and having to teach together, even though you've had like a knockdown drag out fight, having to pretend like everything's okay, that was like a really huge stressor. I can see that um, being a fight. I can see that being a, one, of the, one of the legitimate things for sure yeah and then our fights turned into like we would be practicing and it would be like well you're not being clear a lot of our fights that were having to do with what was in the relationship ended up being the same fights we had in the dance because they reflected each other so like like mirror image you know so if it felt like maybe I wasn't receiving enough clear communication from you in the relationship, it would turn into a fight of like, well, your frame's unclear. You know what I mean? Just like in the, you know, just like you wasn't clear earlier, you ain't clear now, you know? <laughs> so yours is, your, your situation is also different because you're speaking from the perspective of a teacher who dated yeah. another teacher yeah. versus oh. just like another social dancer who dated another social dancer too. So yeah, yeah. I can, I would lean, golly, that's, that's interesting because I would lean, if I had to choose one that I would say to be more weary of, it would be that one versus yeah, teacher, just dating, a teacher and teacher dating because you're intertwining your business. Unless y'all are just for real, like till death do us part, ride or die. We, we've been, yeah. Or for some of these couples, you see dance couples all the time. Some of these couples, they danced, but they got married before they became partners. And then yes. they and then they I think that's partners I, th I think, I think that's, that's the case yeah. I think that I've seen a lot of couples do that and because and the reason I say it like that is because a level of we're in this thing till the wheels fall off is important yeah. whenever you are in a business with somebody and yeah. you're mixing your relationship and your business you know what I'm saying 
Yeah. Let me finish but, off just to finish off. So the relationship was one thing. And then the breakup was a whole other thing that I don't think people consider. And they don't like to talk about it because they, you know, you go into a relationship, you don't anticipate breaking up. But the breakup was traumatizing, honestly. Like we had a really hard breakup. It was not super amicable. And there were just a lot of things that happened. I think just the place that I was at, I was feeling really isolated. I had just moved to Texas. And then the pandemic hit. I didn't really know anybody. I didn't have a support system. Um, and the dance scene was my support system, you know, like these were like all of my friends. And so now it became like this feeling of a divide because so many people felt invested in our relationship. And there were so many rumors going around that I felt like I could not address because I'm still a professional in the dance scene. I don't want to have rumors flying around. I'm hearing fl rumors flying around about myself that were just kind of untrue. And it's really hard to overcome when your safe space and the place that you put so many of your eggs into now becomes like one of the most toxic parts of your relation, you know, of your life. And having people not have the details because I chose not to talk about it um, and trying to push me back into a toxic situation. Like, why can't you guys just you know, get to, why can't you guys just get along for the community? You know, for the community, why can't you guys talk to each other? Why can't you be in the same room? Not mm. understanding that this was like, this was a really difficult emotional period for me. And so I think unless you're mentally prepared to handle all the things I've talked about, you know, this is a long, and this is like the cliff notes version. I'm not even giving details about like every single stopping point. You know, if you're not able to handle all of those things and prepared for that, then I say absolutely do not date and dance. It's a lot harder than what a normal relationship I feel like would be. Mm. I appreciate you sharing with us. Cause I know that's not easy. Probably not easy to say, to talk yeah. about, you know, yeah. um, it's just so much stuff in what you said, bro. Golly. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I'm so adamant about people just staying out of everybody's business. Like whenever you were like, people are telling me, I don't see you posting as much as he posts of you. And it's like, why do you leave me alone? Like, what are you talking about? Like, who cares? Like, why, why, why are you in my business like that? You know? And then I think also specifically whenever it comes to teachers dating teachers because it's a different dynamic than the person who's social dancing another uh with dating another social dancer even though the same principle still applies i think that both people should be good at doing this but specifically in your position the guy should be so good at big upping his girl like non-stop bragging about okay. her talking about how good she is every mm. opportunity he has trying to put her in the limelight that right there kills or at least it like puts on life support any level of like the sexism that could try to peek its head up within y'all's relationship specifically because anytime anybody would be like yo him getting more of the opportunities or whatever simply because he's the guy then y'all you know and you're assured and he's giving you the assurity that like no, nah, like you're in, you're here with me. You know what I'm saying? We're in this thing. I think that that's important. I also people just need to stay out of everybody's business, man. That's crazy mm -hmm. to me. It is crazy though because, and I wasn't gonna say this, but you said it, so I'm gonna say it, bro. I feel like whenever girls know a guy's in a relationship, <laughs> them <laughs> mugs is like sharks or piranhas on the hunt, man. Bro, I don't understand that shit at all, I, man. I, I don't get it. Let me tell y'all. Okay, so Anthony, he doesn't even dance for real. Oh. He is like, 
he like partner dancing, he just do a little two step. Okay. Hey, you know the classic Nigerian two step? Come on, legendary. <laughs> legendary. Okay. Man, can't be. So, right. So I had access <laughs> to his Instagram like very early in the relationship. Okay. Like he gave me his login password. So girls from the dance scene who I know, who I was, you know, friends with on social media, they would inbox him talking about, oh, I missed you on Thursday at Mix. Where were you? And I'm like, okay, first off, he can't even dance that good for one. <laughs> Number two, he was only there because of me. Yeah, they would like invite him to Mix low key. They would try to ask him out on a date. Well, they wow. did ask him out on a date. They didn't call it a date. They'd be like, because he's an artist. Oh, we should meet up at this restaurant because I think, you know, I can introduce you to the owner for marketing. Maybe they will like your artwork. I'm like, delete, delete, delete. I they delete. think that they slick. They think they slick, man. But the problem is, so this is the That's problem. Wild. Some dudes be taking advantage of that and they be honestly, oh, 100%. Yeah, some dudes Anthony, he, he was a little naive at first. <laughs> I, he was like, oh, they're just being nice. I'm like, no. Mm-mm. You need to set hard boundaries with this person. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris said, no, man. not. No, they not. Right. <laughs> and he's like, oh, they're just a fan. Or they're just being nice. And then he would be like, oh, but they're they're friends with you too. I'm like, they're not telling me they miss me and they want to see me. They're telling you. They're not even telling you because the proper way, in my opinion, to go about that would be like, yo, Amber, their their respectful way would yeah. be like, Amber, I know your dude's an artist. Um, and I I got this connection at this spot. Y'all should y'all should both come. That's I, yeah, I was just about to say y'all that. Y'all should could. both come here so that way yeah. I can introduce to the person, blah blah blah. That's how that's, that's that that right that's there. That's the way. That's you know? the correct way of doing um, it. Nah, Agreed. but it's, it's not crazy. really the whole sneaking backdoor channel hey so honestly it's because it's because seeing a man who like loves a woman is like a turn on to you know other women because we don't see that a lot true gotcha unfortunately and it goes both ways guys will definitely try no, you for sure. kind of way <laughs> oh, for sure. i knew that you're in a you get different kind of dances when you're single versus <laughs> when you're in a relationship hmm. versus when you just broke up and then versus when you've been single for a long time. Like, those are, you know, wow, very the, different the, kind of dances. The, the, that put uh, me off the game. I don't even know about this stuff. Also, the classic, I mean, I'll, I'll say this and then I'll say something else and pertaining to, to something else you said. But the classic, the classic stupid boy line. Oh, man, you, oh, what's up? Oh, I got a boyfriend. Oh, it's okay. You, you, we can just be friends. You don't need another friend. You don't need another Right. Oh, right. Bro, it's like, just a dance I don't need girl. No more friend. I'm freaking 36 <laughs> years old. I don't need no more friends. The friends yeah. I got. Thank is, you. I got friends. Thank what you. What talking about you, you. You heard what Drake said. No new friends. No right. new friends. But uh, also, I th- that's why I think communication is so key. I think communication and feeling comfortable enough or getting to a place because I'm not gonna lie. Obviously, in some relationships outside of dance, people mm. just have a problem communicating and expressing okay. how they feel. So in the dance scene, that can be the the trouble with that can be magnified simply because of the physicalness of dance. Mm. So if you have a problem with like and you're not in the dancing, then it still needs to be communicated about. However, when you're in the dancing, if you're, I don't know, uncomfortable whenever your guy dances with a certain girl, 
and you have a trouble communicating that, then you're you're gonna find yourself with some issues come up in the future because he's gonna be dancing with him and you're not gonna be comfortable with it. And he ain't gonna know that you're comfortable with it. So I feel like communication is important because it helps not only for both people to understand what boundaries they do want to set, but also so that way those bound like those if something like that ever happens, it can be acted upon. For example, when that girl, I mean, he he can't see you hit her eyes. But if y'all had a conversation where you were like, yo, down to, I mean, people, people think that stuff can be too much. If something makes you uncomfortable down to the specifics, I don't like it when girls put their hands on your neck. Mm-hmm. If that makes you uncomfortable, communicate that, you mm-hmm. know? And so in that point, it could be like, you shouldn't even have to do nothing, to be honest. You guys should be like, hey, can you lower your hand down to like my shoulder a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, you know, it's like that simple because I... Back in the day, whenever I used to be like, oh, if I'm in a relationship with a girl and a dude hits on her, like we gonna fight. I do believe in like defending my girl, obviously. However, a lot sometimes, it's, in my opinion, if you have a beautiful girl, dudes are gonna try to talk to her. You know, basically, like dudes, are, dudes are gonna find her attractive, and at that point, it's her saying saying her piece and speaking how what she needs to say in order to diffuse situation especially one if i'm not there because i'm not always gonna be there or if i am there i'm standing in, in a place and showing that i'm there and i step in if i need to but back in the day when i used to be like, i'm fighting everybody now i'm just like certain things don't need to escalate so. yeah you say you say what you gotta say and if it needs to go further from there then it'll go further from there you yeah. know in the same in the sense that like people always get mad at the person that somebody cheated on you with but they never get mad at the person i mean they do get mad but they want to fight the person that's cheating that they're cheating on you with versus fighting with the person that you're in a relationship with amen it's such Um, a hard thing like having i feel like that's you said some really important things because i feel like 90 percent of my issues was not being able to clearly just like define my needs right like being able to say oh that made me uncomfortable it goes a little bit further than like just saying hey that made me uncomfortable right like you have to be able to assign your partner actionable items like that made me uncomfortable and next time that you know somebody grabs your neck can you please remove their hand or can you please end the dance you know what i mean like you as yourself if you're the one that's having certain kinds of feelings you need to be able to define what those feelings are and then communicate what your needs are behind that but then the extra step on top of it that you really have no control over is hoping that your partner will uphold your boundaries and needs and like honor that as something that they will take with them whether or not you're in the room to witness it you know what i mean just because i'm not here to see it and i'm not personally being made uncomfortable i would like to feel like those things still apply even if i'm not here and that's huge that's a level a level of trust there's something yeah. really important that you mentioned, and especially when it comes to boundaries and stating that it's defining the impact that it has on yourself, the individual, and not necessarily associating blame or guilt to the other person for whatever had particularly occurred in that instance. And, and we're just talking about like the neck grab, for instance, right? And they're saying, oh, I saw that person grab your neck and it looked like you were, whatever, you were not doing anything to stop that, right? And you could just say, hey, that neck grab made me feel uncomfortable and I would like you to not do that. Because it's, yeah. it's a different conversation when you're talking about the impact that it has on you rather than associating blame to the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I agree with uh, that. Nonviolent communication. Yeah. 
no, no, no one had to do that. That's I think that's great. Yeah, recognizing yeah. that it's like you and your partner versus the issues, rather like you versus your partner. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you should oh, think yes, about you. You should think about each other as like on the same team. We're trying to reach the same goals. This doesn't have to be a fight. So let's figure out how we fix this issue right now. Because right now I don't feel good. And I know we want to both feel good in this relationship. Like that's really just it. When we say communicate, we also mean actual words. Although there are plethora of ways of communicating, words are needed as well as action too. And being receptive to it. If your partner is coming to you and saying like, you know, this made me feel uncomfortable on your side, also recognize that it's not a diss on you or I'm not attacking you. I'm not coming mm-hmm. after you and your morals or whatever else. It's just like, maybe we <laughs> haven't talked about this before. Maybe this is the first time we've experienced this situation, but like hear it out with an open heart and recognize that if I'm talking to you about it, it's because I want to make this relationship work. You know, like yeah. I want to keep us in a good balance, not like me coming at you personally because this thing happened. Uh, not every conversation needs to be held after the fact of that something's been bad or whatever you could like Archie has mentioned before you can state your intentions in early which also means you can state your boundaries early as well granted that it makes sense at the end of the day you also like you have to have a healthy mindset about the dynamic of relationships in the sense that like you're not perfect they're not perfect so you shouldn't get offended if they Mm -hmm. tell you something that has happened it doesn't mean that like you're a failure to me the steps toward failing happens whenever there's like high levels of being offended and that turns into fights there's like high levels of um i need to defend myself and i need to tell you like this and this and that blah blah blah, instead of listening and hearing out what this person's talking about and what they're saying because at the end of the day it all boils down to do you care about this person and in love with the person for sure love the person for sure care about the person all three different things do you care about this person because everything else is going to flow from that you're not always going to be in this state of euphoria in your relationship i always tell people love is a choice um not necessarily just a feeling so when it comes to that everything flowing from that and then your person knowing that everything that you do flows from that so and you should know everything that they do flow from that so if they say something Hopefully you are in a place where you know they're saying this because they care. They're not trying to destroy me. Mm-hmm. If your relationship is in a healthy place, which could help you. And it's not always easy, especially for guys. Guys be arrogant and prideful. And 100%. so whenever you maybe get or get over the initial impulse jolt, depending on the season of life or stage of life you're in personally. And then you say, okay, let me calm down for a second. All right. Let me think of like, she, if, if I know she cares about me. She's not saying this to destroy me or to tear me down. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so I think that those are all big points whenever it comes to the dynamic and how you are able to communicate and express how you feel, you know? Mm-hmm. So and I think also the intention, right? Because there is definitely a period of time, like we've discussed extensively that I am Black and Puerto Rican. And I feel like growing up, I was more exposed to my Puerto Rican side than I was my Black side. And in dating in Puerto Rican culture, there's a certain sense of possession of your partner. Like this person Mm. belongs to me. I own them. You know what I mean? And you show your love and you show your affection towards them by active possessively, you know, getting jealous, 
being like texting them constantly where are you you know those sorts of things and I feel like I personally had to release a lot of that like relearn what a healthy relationship looked like and to recognize that people don't belong to each other you know what I mean we're individuals making choices and as long as we're in a relationship we're actively choosing every day to be together like that should be the energy that you come into a relationship with not like I need to bend this person to my will and I feel like that energy that intensity of bringing issues to people with the idea of like I own you and I possess you and so I'm going to make a lot of ridiculous demands of you in order to make sure you know you're mine versus coming to that person with issues and having the mindset of like you're your own individual I'm my own individual and our relationship is a whole different thing I think that's a different that's a different way to have a conversation and I think it's important to recognize the differences between the two yeah no I agree with that for sure Mm -hmm. ironically Sophia's Puerto Rican too so uh, we've had yeah. like conversations about that kind of <laughs> stuff too I have a question since we're talking talking about dating in the dance scene yes. what are your thoughts on how you would handle which is 100% the opposite if you're in the dance scene dating a person outside of the dance scene who doesn't necessarily know Kizomba or Brazilian Zouk and they don't understand the dynamic whenever it comes to partner dancing. Uh, and maybe you have to deal with like their jealousy or like, oh man, what are y'all doing out there? Especially within some cultures, because in some cultures, I remember yeah. whenever I first started dancing bachata a long time ago, long, long time ago. And it was always like the forbidden bachata. Like <laughs> this is for the, the forbidden dance that only you dance whenever you're in love. Like, like in some cultures, people only dance certain ways with their significant other you know True. so if you are like dating somebody maybe that is not in the dance scene and they dance or you're dating somebody who's not in the dance scene and they don't dance like what are y'all's thoughts on how you go about handling anything that might come with that amber <laughs> yeah. yeah so <laughs> like Anthony's Nigerian and they don't have like a couple dancing culture in Nigeria. Like yeah. if you had a party, they they just like dance away, not touching each other, you know? Yep. yep. <laughs> so honestly for him, it was a shock. And I had to like bring him to my DJ gigs. Actually, our first date, we went out to eat and then he came to a DJ gig because he said he wanted to know what he was getting into. <laughs> um from jump. Yeah. And you know, he's a male, so people were asking him to jump to dance from the jump. So he said he realized that the interactions on the dance floor are very superficial and really don't mean anything beyond the dance. So I suggest that you just have to take them to the dance scene, you know, so they see what's going on. You know, most people are not there for, you know, bad reasons. They really do just want to dance. So I, I think it'll work out. We didn't Anthony call us a bunch of nerds last year after Cherry Blossom. He's like, y'all just a bunch of nerds that like to dance. Basically. <laughs> yeah, Basically, we're like, yeah. So he sees us as just a group of people who are just obsessed with dance. And he really doesn't get it. But, you know, he, he understands now. There's something that you said, that Anthony said, like the dance is, there's nothing there. Yeah, that's it, what he said. He it's, said it's very superficial. Yeah, like I, I, I do, I would love people to stop romanticizing and exaggerating yeah. what happens on the floor mm -hmm. there what you feel is true to you at that moment fine i understand that cool but that does not mean 
it's an entire that story is not real life if you yeah. want it to, if you want it to be real you're going to have to message the person, say dot, 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 or call the person, whatever, dot, 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 fly to whatever. You got to go. have to work for it. You got to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I have to remind him the dance scene is not real life because a lot of stuff we do in the dance scene, we don't realize is not normal. Like, example, yeah. people, like when we first started dating, I'd be like, oh, so-and-so is coming over to spend the night here for a couple of days. <laughs> and they're like, and he's like, who is this person? And I'm like, it's Sarah. He's like, what's Sarah's last name? I'm like, I don't even know. Like, what does what what Sarah do? I'm like, for a job? I'm like, I don't know that either. He's like, how you let these people come in the house? You don't even know them. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. But um, that's no, it's true. It's, no, true. it's true. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's real. The yeah. dance scene is in real life. Yeah. Life. We do a lot of things that don't happen. So true. No, that's right. Yeah, that's wild. Can't body roll you? your way to a relationship. You can't body roll your way into a relationship. <laughs> like a working group. Not a healthy one. Yeah. <laughs> you could probably stay your way to, to have a conversation, to a DM, but no, nah, you can't body it's weight. So, it's so wild because that body connection is so deceiving. It's yeah. deceiving. Body connection is deceiving. Let me say that again. <laughs> body connection on the dance floor is deceiving it's like a mirage bro it, it is. Really is like because we talked about what we talked about last time it's just your brain releasing hormones exactly that's your all brain it is releasing hormones you feel like your your brain and your emotions are tricking you into thinking that this is something way bigger than it actually is if you allow it to do that and then in turn it causes you to think that because you're feeling this way it means a certain thing that it probably doesn't mean. Mm-hmm. And even furthermore, it tricks you into thinking because you're feeling a certain way that everything will automatically work a certain way because yeah. you're feeling this way. It's like being stranded in the desert and then seeing like a fake pond and it's not yeah. really there. And you run up there and it's gone. Yeah, I wow. feel like for a lot of people, and I had to recognize this in myself, Dance can be a really, it can be almost like a drug where it's a synthetic, quick and easy way to get some sort of fulfillment in your life, but it only mm-hmm. lasts for a, a certain amount of time, like a couple of days, a couple hours, whatever. And the potency of that hit of like that drug gets less and less after time. You find like you need more and more and more to be able to get that same feeling that you got when you first started. Right. And I feel like for a lot of people in dance, the drug that they're looking for is like a fulfillment of a love language, physical touch, quality of time. And it feels good to get that fulfillment on the dance floor. But recognize that it's not really going to be fulfilling because the intention behind it isn't what you're looking for. You're looking for touch with love, with romantic, like intimacy, like that's romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Consistency, like feeling seen. And it's like if that stuff isn't coming behind it, then you're getting a false fulfillment. And you need to like, I know I had to do this. I had to take a step back and realize I'm looking for physical touch. I'm getting it in dance. It's not fulfilling my needs. Like, how can I get that met outside of dance? And once I found ways to get that fulfilled in ways that meant something, like making sure that I get a hug from somebody that loves me outside of dance, the stuff that happened in dance became less like powerful and like deceiving me because I knew what the real stuff felt like, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a big believer in true deep fulfillment when it comes to relationships 
happens when the person knows you on a deep level, no, like knows you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it causes it to, it, whenever a person knows you like that, it causes your relationship to actually give off a level of whatever that pheromone thing that Amber was talking about, but in a real way, and it lasts and it's fulfilling at a certain level versus body connection that can not be fulfilling because you have to constantly go back for more and more and more. But this person doesn't even really know you, you know, that's why I believe that being in a relationship through thick and thin, this is my personal belief as Archie, being in a relationship through thick and thin and working through the issues and growing with one another, obviously outside of abuse or like certain other things where you got to get out, but like, normal problems or issues that a person might have to go that uh, that a couple might be going through like working through those things and coming out on the other side makes you stronger and and makes the relationship way more fulfilling versus just like jumping and pertaining to dance since we're talking about dance jumping from person to person to person to person to person to person to person and not and having like this surface level feeling versus uh, instead of having like a deep feeling, you know, it's like climbing a mountain. Everybody wants to talk about how beautiful the view is from the top of the mountain, but nobody understands like how much work and how much trekking it takes to get to the top of the mountain. Okay. So I got a question. Go ahead. How do y'all feel about the rise of polyamory in the dancing? I hate it. I hate it. Not because I hate polyamory. Like, I have a lot of friends that have some beautiful, like, really fulfilling, gorgeous poly relationships, and I adore them for that. My problem with polyamory in dance is that somebody somewhere read one sentence on a website of what polyamory meant, and they ran with that. They took absolutely no time to really understand how much work it takes to be in a poly relationship. And so they're walking around having like just truly traumatizing poly relationships for the people involved because they're not having clear discussions about boundaries, about communication. They're not talking about getting STD tasks. They're not talking about dividing time. They're not having the necessary conversations make it like as fulfilling as it should be to be in a poly relationship. I think people in the dance scene, just like with everything. Okay. I'll say it like this. I'm going to backtrack a little bit in the dance scene. People will take every opportunity they can to do something that is going to be more fulfilling for themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm. So if a person hears, if they're like, I'm in this dance scene and I'm not saying this is how it should be. If they're like, and, and I don't think I should be like this or girls, but there's some that are. They step into the dance scene and they look at it as a giant fish pond where they just have free reign to just fish. And mm. it's easy because it's a stocked pond. They want to. Yeah. And it's an international stocked pond. International. Yep. I'm traveling all over the world to places I've never been before. And instead of being uncomfortable whenever I get over to X country, I'm comfortable because I'm in this room full of all of these foreign women that I've never seen before that I would have never had the opportunity to be comfortably around that are approaching me in this place if it wasn't for dance. So they already view it like that. So then you throw into the fact that they're like, wait a second, it's acceptable in here for me to be with all these people 
At the same time? <laughs> this this carelessly. They're not honestly. thinking about anything. They're literally thinking about that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I Personally, I think that that's a, a thing in the dance scene that is is a real thing. So my thoughts on it, I think there's um, an actual way of doing it properly and responsibly. responsibly. And those people that are in the, like we've seen it work. However, also we've seen people use poly as a license to go around and be careless with their relationships with people. Well, I don't even know if it's relationships, but rather it's just like opportunities because it, look, it looks opportunity opportunistic sometimes in their approach or hey i have a choice to just go mess around and fuck whoever i want because i'm poly and like for those that where it works like they know hey any relationship that they have like with any other kind it takes work but we've seen this the sloppiness and the carelessness and the hurt and then also the people going back and trying to with another person, like not just them, not just the person's poly, but people entering, engaging it, and then receiving her, getting her and whatever, et cetera. So my what my take is that hey, it could work, but it again, it will require work. It will Agreed. require communication, it will require boundaries. Being poly is not a license to be sloppy. As mm-hmm. anyone who's successfully poly, they know that it takes work and it takes effort and it takes understanding boundaries gang and check and realizing and aware where your jealousies are stemming from what's what's a no for you what is a yes for you what's okay do not inform me of this etc what like you need to have that conversation with any and every individual that you're with with whoever that may be to those of y'all just out here just running amok please stop because i'm i'm to be honest yo i'm tired of losing follows my my favorite dancers just retiring because yeah they their feelings are hurt and they can't do it. I'm like, yo, y'all, y'all just fucking up for me because I'm I'm out here trying to dance. Y'all just be fucking, just be fucking and running around with your, with your tail wagon. Yeah, like, I uh, always feel like it is the followers who get hurt in polyamory. Like yeah. it's never the lead. <laughs> no, the lead. Look, you mentioned it before, and I didn't realize it because I I'm out here just to dance. I ain't really trying to do all this nonsense that y'all be doing. But the whole shit is switched and reversed, like. For real, guys are doing nothing. Like there's I used to say all the time, pull, bro. People pulling up with with sweats and pajamas bro. doing nothing. I used to say all I used to say all the time. If this nigga was on the street, he would get no play. None. It, it, it's it's wild. You it, know, girls have two different rating systems when we talk about guys. We're like He's like a dance nine, but like a street six. Like we have uh, two different am, numbers that we assign men. Yo, and it's like, I you got that extra that. bump just for dancing. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, I understand it's, it's, it. It's I think that is, a, I think that is a good, good system because yeah. legit, I'd be literally like, bro, wow. some of these, some of these. And, 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 and so it's not just like how you look because everybody's you know subjective or whatever but how you carry yourself some of y'all be stinking you don't brush your teeth you know you don't take care of your face you gotta like you don't wash your face and wash your hair i got locks but your stuff be locked up because it's dirty i'm just (laughs) like bro and 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 the girls just be like loving it because the person can dance and i'm just like bro it it don't make sense like come on like at some point I feel bad for y'all because I'm like, yo, 
Like this person is trash, and every guy knows this personality-wise. They are hot garbage. But oh, just because he dance, he he getting everything he want. I I don't understand. Like yeah, man. I, I, outside of this person, go to the street. This person would be nothing. Yeah. Like you you you're not gonna say, hey, I could. I can give you this mean Virginia to somebody <laughs> like, on the, on the street. Yeah, like, bro, if you don't back on, up like, off me. Yeah, like, come on. Like, the shit that happens. How you gonna pay for how you gonna pay for rent? Man, don't worry. I hit him with that Saida. Then we'll be straight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? So. Let me be let me be somebody's big sister right now. Let me be somebody's like honest black friend and just say the thing. I feel like there are a lot of women that highly romanticize what it would be like to date a dancer. They like have this big image of it being so romantic and like having these experiences and being able to date. And let me just say like that should not be your number one priority. Um, You are willing, a lot of women out there I see are willing to accept a lot less than what they deserve um, and what they should be demanding because their ultimate goal is to date a dancer. And Having dated a dancer, like, yes, in the beginning, it's super fun, but it's almost like living next to the beach, right? Like, if you're from out of state, you think that there's this really grand, amazing, romantic thing about living next to the beach, and you think you're going to be there every day, and, like, you have this thing planned out, and then you go live next to the beach, and because it's so easily accessible, or because you've just done it so much, you're just kind of like, it's the beach, like, I can, you know what I mean? Like, your perception is different when you're in it versus out of it, you know, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense to start off with. And so just understand that dance will not be in your life forever, like no matter what your plans are. And so having that be the priority of what you're chasing when you're dating is going to lead you to failure. There should be other things that you're prioritizing. And there's nothing like my mom was my first teacher. My family's Puerto Rican. So salsa was a big dancing thing for us. And my mom is as obsessed with dance as I am. And my stepdad doesn't dance. Like, he's not a dancer. And over time, he kind of learned, and he'll come out with this, and he'll dance for, you know, whatever else. But she still gets that dance fulfillment, and she still has a time of her life while still having a husband that fulfills all these other needs. You know what I mean? Like, he's still really supportive. He still understands the culture of it. He still is able to have conversations about it. He just doesn't physically enjoy doing it. So you that some of the things that you're looking for in a relationship you're tying it to being a dancer, but that's a false equivalent. You know what I mean? There's other ways to get that sort of energy without dating a dancer. So let's knock that down on the peg and start demanding more from the people that you're talking to in dance. Let me let me also bring this up. Big sister number two. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is another dynamic that I want to know y'all opinion on. How Black men are like the... Um, top of the totem pole in dance like that's also reversed sort of from the real world you know like I, I see a lot of black men like a non-black woman when look at them walking down the street um not because they're they're not a nice person but just because they're ugly you know what I'm saying but they get in the dancey <laughs> but again because they can dance they just date you know all the uh non-black women who will take them? Not yeah. even date. They just like, they just get ran through, basically. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Okay, like I have been in events and I've seen women literally say, they literally have a list. They're like, oh, on my on, on my list is XYZ and they're all black men. 
You know what I'm saying? This is a non-black woman talking. And they get through half the list. You know what I'm saying? And the men that are on the list, I'm wait, like, girl, wait, I don't even know why he was on your list. But let's, let's let's clarify something. When they get through all the men, are we talking about dancing? Or are we talking about No, dancing? we are not talking not about dance dancing. episode. We are not we talking, about talking about dancing, dancing or are we talking about dancing? Like we're just gonna assume you had to clear that up for everybody. About, listening. We're talking yeah. about horizontal dancing. Oh, horizontal dancing. Of course I have to clear it up. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Horizontal dancing. And it's just so mm. easy. I don't know. I just feel like they just make it so easy. I don't know. It's something they don't have access to outside of dance. I don't know. It's just an interesting dynamic that the I've observed. Is, it's such a weird bubble. It's a weird bubble, man, because, oh, Lord, in my head, I'm like, dude, as a guy, as a guy, I'm talking to another guy and I'm like, have more like self-respect, bro. Yep. You know? right. But right. then some dudes are just like, I'm all about it. You know what I'm saying? What's up? Everybody can run <laughs> through me all day. They just want to, they just, that's what they're here for. So it's just like, oh, it's this weird thing, man. Because then another thing that you got, uh, that, that you talk about, which once again, some people just like this, but the, the fetish part of that, yep. like the, fe- the fetishing oh. whenever it comes to, that part of like for example with somebody's list where they're just like you look at the list and it's nothing but black dudes you know and it's like well you clearly have a fetish and then some people just like to be fetish is it fetishized what is whatever that word yeah Yeah. like they they just love they like that you know so so maybe like that Let's let's clear up what we're talking about when we're saying fetishizing of black bodies. How would you differentiate that between having a type because it's like the only requirement is black you don't care that's, about nothing yeah else. that's, yeah, that's true. pretty much it so, you don't care about nothing like it's so having the skin color ahead of time i would say also like you're when you have a type it's like yes you're maybe drawn to this person but it's like yes that is the number one thing on your list but also i feel like you're you're ascribing a bunch of stereotypes to somebody that does not always fit. Like in my mm. mind, black means skin color, but it also brings to me this, this, and that because black men are like this, you know what I mean? Versus taking mm. the time to know somebody and understand who they are besides the fact that they're black. Yes. Yeah. I, I say the stereotype thing is huge for sure. I think that a lot of, a lot of fetishes come from stereotype. It's the image that has been painted about this specific group of people that makes mm-hmm. you want to experience. And man, I think that word right there is important to understand too. Like you don't want to know this person or want to like like get to know this person as an individual. You want to experience Mm. their whatever it is that you're fetishing so if it's, yeah, if it's a black person you, you want to experience yeah. black you yes. know if it's like an asian person you want to experience the asian you know yes. i think that that is one of the things that kind of defines whenever a person is fetishing over a certain group of people you know it's yeah. weird because i mean it's I don't think it's possible to fetish over a specific one person i think whenever you're fetishing it in it encompasses a group of people you know what i'm saying yeah otherwise it's just like obsession right exactly yeah. which is <laughs> that's another issue um, so. yeah it's that, hard i feel like especially for black men because i feel like they have the biggest culture shock when it comes to coming into dance but there's so many people that experience life in one specific kind of way. Like you have this sort of social label, this is who I am. And then you step into dance and it becomes a whole 
different world of being able to redefine yourself because nobody knows who you are. You know, like if you are a nerd and you were picked on or whatever else, like I know I was, I like, I was super nerdy, Same. was really looked down on. People didn't quite know how to label me because I'm mixed, but I don't maybe 100% look like what a mixed person would be. And I step into dance and it's like, all of a sudden I'm actually really well liked and I'm popular. You know what I mean? That's a very intense mental leap to make in how you define yourself and how you interact with others. And going from being maybe really hated in the world and feeling like, you know, black men socially right now are having to worry about like their lives being at stake and like being hated and being looked down upon and being emasculated. And you come into dance and all of a sudden you are a king and you are treated like it everywhere you go. Knowing how to deal with that power, knowing how to deal with that change, knowing how to understand who's genuine in their affirmations of you and what their intentions are behind it. I feel bad for Black men because I feel like that's a hard situation to have to catch up with while you're simultaneously still living your other life in the real world. And I feel like people take advantage of that, especially for newer Black men. You know, like they're not going to know that maybe this is like a fetish situation. So I'm going to go after the new ones. You know what I'm saying? You become a target almost. But some dudes like it though. That's, but are yeah. they aware of what's happening? You know, like do they have full understanding of what's going on? Because I talk I, to men about black fetishizing and I hear situations that I'm like, wow, you know, like that's a known person that is gone after black people and they don't even realize it do you think that a person knows if they have a fetish and they just don't care or they just don't even like they're like oh this isn't a fetish this is just people that i want to be with no i feel like they don't know or they claim not to know they just be like oh i just love african culture i just love africans <laughs> so i'm just weird. gonna wear my african outfits i just love it no they don't know it's so weird to me i'm like the other group that also gets fetishized a lot from what I've seen is Asian women. They also get, yep. bro, I, like to me, yo, targeting a specific demogra demographic of people and regardless of anything else as an individual, whether they're smart, they're, they're well-mannered, et cetera, it doesn't, you know, it is so weird that people are targeting people because they're either a black man, Asian woman, except it is it's sick. It's nasty. You're going after the experience of something exotic. I'm like, bro, that shit is disgusting and cringy. It's almost like escapism, right? It, like, I'm going to escape like myself it. in you. That or you're trying to chase an adventure like you're some, like you riding some type of bull or you're safari, trying to, some bullshit. Or you're trying to um, solidify, not solidify, what's the word? You're basically trying to uh... Like you want to be a part of something so bad, but you yeah. know that you're not in it. So you're like, I'll connect to somebody who is in it at like this super deep level. 100%. Like yeah, I so would love to have the African. Because, you know, some of the people that I know that do the fetishizing, they're like, well, I date an Angolan so I can speak on it. You know, and it's like, but you are not. <laughs> you specifically <laughs> are not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly me and Jesse were speaking from, from Kizomba scene experience, but from the Zook scene, I have noticed that it's Asian women. Yeah, and, Brazilians. And, and Brazilians. And Brazilians. And Brazilians. Yeah. Yeah, They'll be like, yeah. well, I date a Brazilian. And I'm like, what? It is some nasty. No, like in Brazilian Zook. That's happening. It, so my next, going back to the other thing though, mm. good and bad, since I think we can get there, good and bad about dating within the scene. Um, and then we can wrap this one up. 
just don't do it, bro. Like, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm trying to think about the good. I mean, like, screw that. There is there's no just good. so much stress. And like to answer one of Archie's earlier questions, I've dated non-dancers and I I just love it so much because they keep you so grounded in the real world. We yeah. spend so much time in dance studios, at dance festivals, not really living in the present moment. And going out with non-dancers, I feel like forces you to be present in your real life in such a beautiful way. Like let's, when you're going on dates, it's not to go to a festival or to a social. It's like to go do something. Mm -hmm. And it is so exhilarating. Like I literally ask people, I'm like, within the dance scene, I'm like, what do you do outside of dance? And if you tell me nothing, like that is a problem in my opinion. Like have other, have other hobbies and other stuff that you want to do. This is why like for me, I mean, one, when I'm at home, it's it's rare. Obviously, I have a son, but it's it's rare that I go out whenever I'm at home. And I love dancing, but I also have a life outside of dance, you know? And I think that that's healthy. You yeah. don't want to have an unhealthy balance where all you do is dance and that's it because that is an unhealthy lifestyle. Even people with other things outside of dance, if you do too much of the same thing, it leads to an unhealthy lifestyle. Somebody who has a job and they work too much and they never do anything but work, that's unhealthy. If you are a, I don't know, anything else that you can think of, any other hobbies that you can think of, if you if that's all you do and you do nothing else outside of it, if you meet a girl outside the dance scene and you say, I'm going to take you on a date to a festival. Oh, that's my unhealthy God. Balanced lifestyle. Weird. You know what I'm no. A guy did that to me one time. He was like, I, he didn't know I was a dancer like in the scene like that. But he's like, you want to go to a salsa club? I was like, yeah, let's do it. Man, I did not see him for the rest of the three hours I was there. It you know, <laughs> I left him. We are not doing this anymore. You are not taking your date out to the social that you do whatever. To, um, no, you can't no, even when, you can't even get to know should, them in that way. You're spending no, the majority no. of your time with somebody else take at them, a social. That's not out. a date. Like, take date. them out, get so. to know them. We're not doing this shit. You ask what the good is. It's a shared hobby. That's it. I'll add more. There's more than that. What? Go ahead. Good also is that, you know, there is something extremely beautiful about being able, you know, we talked about how, you know, when you dance with somebody, your relationship is reflected in the dance. You can kind of see it. There is something extremely beautiful about being able to share a moment physically on the dance floor with somebody that you're actually in love with. Like that is is a very gorgeous feeling. And I would say that as a plus. Now, would I put it above the cons? Definitely not. But I will acknowledge that there is something beautiful about it. But that seems like, oh, well, okay. That seems like a very situational thing, though. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah, I agree. Even as a person who is married to the person that he met in the dance scene, I think that whenever I say goods, good is what Jesse said and what Ifosa said. And whenever it comes to like the cons or like the the negative effects or things that could happen to me, like I said at the beginning, it boils down to you have to be in a place as an individual 
where you are ready for a relationship before you get into a relationship, especially with somebody in the dancing. And that encompasses all of that stuff that, that pertains to that communication and, and, and willing to accept criticism. Um, you have to be open to hearing how your partner feels about stuff, being able to express yourself, being able to compromise, being able to change. All of those things are super important. And then not only that, but then once again, like I said something earlier, how you treat the person that you're with and not just mm. like good or bad. But I used to tell Sophia all the time, like every opportunity I have to talk about how dope you are, I'm going to do it. Period. As you should. And he does. Any guy Period. Archie and, and, will make whole long ass dissertations on Facebook about how much he loves Sophia. It is like really beautiful to see. I think that that kind of stuff is important. One, another thing, man, and this is like a thing as well, but you're not in competition with the person that you're with. Like all that stuff, you have to be in a place where you are able to understand and work through and work on, and you're not going to be perfect at it, but it's acknowledged in your head. You're working through it and you're working on it. And before you get into a relationship, especially with somebody in the dancing because of all the dynamics. There's going to be times where y'all, like y'all aren't always going to be together anyway, even without dance, but there's definitely going to be times where you are in another state and y'all got to be able to trust one another and be able to communicate with one another. Good versus bad. I don't even know if that's the right, I don't know if that's the right way to go about it. Archie, are there other boundaries or rules that you found helped you when dating and getting married through dance? Like, should people attempt? What would like? What other advice would you have for them? I think that for us, it was a big thing. Like I said earlier, was listening to her, like really listening to her, mm-hmm. and hearing what she had to say about certain things. For her to trust me. Also, I think that it does kind of sometimes fall on the other person in like situations that they've been through, you know, mm-hmm. and understanding that because sometimes they might have trust issues and it doesn't even have anything to do with you. Yeah. Um, it just has to do with their past experiences, but assuring them, like assuring them with your words and with your actions that they can. And then listening, going back to that part, listening, like really listening whenever she told me stuff that didn't make her feel comfortable or that made her feel uncomfortable and really listening and being humble enough to accept criticism or hear whenever she told me something that was like, oh man, like this right here, uh, I don't know about this, blah, blah, blah. And then being like, okay, yeah, I hear you. Let's talk about it. Let's go. Let's grow from it. And then we grew from it and we move, you know? And then honestly, like whenever it came to dance, like Sophie never really was just like, I don't like it when you dance a lot of songs with people blah blah blah. like it never was like that you know what i'm saying yeah i heard it i i I was willing i would be willing to hear but it was just never like that whenever it came to to dance and stuff because i feel like we had a a level of trust so he's also like a super mega mature like set person in herself so i feel like finding the right partner to link up with and dedicate yourself also is important as well in that balance yeah Okay, same question, but for Amber, like what advice would you have to somebody in the dance scene trying to make a relationship work with a non-dancer? With a non-dancer, you have to do stuff outside the dance scene with them. Do some of their hobbies, you know. Also, bring them to the dance scene, out dancing with you, just so they can check it out. You know, you gotta hide stuff. They gonna get. They gonna get. Yeah, you can't have a. You can't have a secret life. Like, come on. Yeah. Some people have tried. 
don't 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 have secret life. Like you're not Superman. Oh no. That's another thing. This is off this off this this question, but it's too many secret relationships, you know? Kicking mm. out the party early. Listen, I'm a DJ. I can tell who's yep. doing what. Yep. Yeah, I'll try to go one minute. You go out 30 minutes later. We see you. We see you. suspiciously show up to every dance event at the same time <laughs> and leave at the right. same time. It's like, we oh, noticed. Shit, I saw some things at Zuki. Mm. I was DJing. I'm like, okay. And then, you know what? I put on a song. I just wanted to see something real quick. Oh! Just to verify. Damn! I would like to um, right here on this podcast say that Ifosa has like leveled up a little bit. He has now reached a different level of DJing whenever Let's he uh, just did that right there. That's that's good stuff. Listen, I didn't have women control. tell me I didn't have women tell me if you see so-and-so dancing with so-and-so, change the song. I'm like... <laughs> These people, bro. Like, really? But yeah, I would say do stuff other than dance and also try to bring them into the dance community so they can at least know some of the people you hanging out with for so long, you know? All right. And then, um, I don't know, for Afosa, because I feel like it's important to talk about people that are committed to not dating in the relationship or dating in the dance scene, right? Like committed singletons, like how... How do you navigate dating energy? Like you've kind of said you're focused on not really dating right now, right? So like, how do you navigate it? I keep the focus on myself and that being areas of where I can grow. And also, I'm also on the lookout. Hey, if there's a cool person that I want to, you know, eventually get to know and be with, I'm actually trying to get to know and be with and stating that intention. However, if I'm not doing so, then I it's being honest to myself and say, hey, yo, bro, this is not what you're doing. If you want to get to know a person, get to know the person. If you don't want to, then don't. But making that decision from jump and being aware of that. But also, like, honestly, just it's about not making things bigger or smaller than whatever. Mm. I, I know, especially maybe in the beginning, when I first came into the scene where I'm like, oh, this person has danced with me for a long time. Maybe this means something. No, it does not. It does not mean anything. <laughs> they dance ends and they're like, all right, bye. Yeah, it, it, that's it. It doesn't, it's not letting the stories get too big or like realizing a story is only just a story. It, yeah. It's just a little word for on the page that moment. And that's it. The things you need to focus on is yourself and whatever goals and et cetera that you're trying to pursue. And if there's somebody you want to be with, you got to make that intention clear and so on. As of right now, there's nobody I want to be with in this scene because I'm chilling. I want to give advice for women or men. Well, mainly women. I can't speak for the men who do want to date a dancer. You can speak for them. Go ahead, girl. So ladies, if you do want to date a dancer, you need to make sure they have a real job. (laughs) Oh, for a fact. That's for a fact. A real job, meaning they're not just a dancer who travels (laughs) over i mean all over the world um you need to ask around to see if they've been ran through yeah that's a good this point. is what we're talking about the last gossip episode uh getting rid of means being a rake for the streets if you will <laughs> which you means to, golly i gotta break down the breakdown <laughs> which means he's had sex with multiple people all over the scene like a bunch <laughs> yeah, right with, with no regard like you could 
Yeah, y'all can fuck as many people as y'all want. That's fine. Y'all adults. But ran do through. So, do so with through. like, yo, do so with some like. If folks are making justifying statements, I'm just telling you what ran through means. <laughs> it means you done had sex with a bunch of people in the dancing. That's what you mean. You may also heard, uh, hear this referred to as being community property. Yep. <laughs> community penis. Yep. <laughs> now, if you just want that, that's fine. But I'm talking about a relationship. You don't want somebody ran through. You don't want um, someone who's not employed. You know, and also, ladies, you want the guy to come at to chase you a little bit you know what i'm saying because these dance men they have women chasing them all day every day so you need to make sure that he really wants you you know you can open the door for him to you know let your like you, let, let him know that you're you. interested yeah, yes. yeah. let him yeah, know I, you're interested and if he don't bite that's it just back off that's it he don't I want to. that opinion don't try to convince mm -hmm. him don't try to you know chase him chase him y'all just don't understand i've heard of women buying men's plane tickets to hang wait, out wait hold up hold up wait, no, wait. i've heard of this too it's not yeah. uh, have? wait hold no, on heard, yeah I've heard it's of not it. uncommon wait, it's so yo. not uncommon yo i it's like not. this I, I ain't gonna hold you i like this the re so. and the reason and the reason <laughs> the reason the reason ever says that and and i agree with it is obviously like my worldview on just like men pursuing women itself but even outside of that is some of these dudes man like they just be accepting that from everybody that'll do that for them without True. needing to i'll say like this without needing to show any type of real interest or let you know that they're really interested in them you know or right. you. reciprocity they'll just take it and be like dupe right right it. But um it, and I, they you're gonna and if you start like that lady you're gonna be doing that the whole relationship mm. and you're gonna be you're gonna be tired and ran down after like six months you know what i'm saying but yo, yeah basically you have standards to to dubai if anybody wants to take me to dubai i'm i'm for it i've never oh. been so <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll take a ticket to dubai i'm fine with it yeah yeah but no nah, they're right though nah, i ain't gonna all right but that's just my little thing no nah, i don't Essentially, don't don't be afraid just because we're in dance. Don't be afraid to have standards. Your uh -huh. your real world Please. standards should be the same in dance. Oh, also, you need to ask the guy, do you want a relationship? You know? Yes. After, you know, he shows interest. If he's like, oh, well, nope. You need to be with someone who knows what they want. If you want a relationship, do not accept nothing less than a relationship. Whether mm -hmm. that's just, you know... Boyfriend, girlfriend, marriage, whatever kind of relationship you want. Also, if I could say one thing, I've heard, I've seen and heard too many women being in relationships with guys and just having problems the entire time and staying with it because of whatever reason. I mean, if the roles were reversed, every guy's leaving the moment. Yep. Every yeah. guy's leaving, but y'all be sticking with it for like, for nothing, for no no positive result, you know. If the relationship is not working and it's just causing you stress, there is no reason for you to continuously being there and staying there. And yes, I understand not everything needs to be happy go lucky all the time. But if it is only negative, like ninety, like let's say eighty five percent of the time, 
Why? Or if, you see, what? or if you're seeing tons of red flags that you're yeah, seeing. like why? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think we need to be disrespected and violated. Like then, come on, there's no point. In like no guy is staying with any woman for for a period of time and it's just stress. Like I know for a damn self, I'm done if that's happening. Well, I'm just gonna say this in a little more gentle way because I feel like I've definitely been there and I understand the sentiment in what you're saying, but yeah. sometimes people are so, they have such low self-esteem that they're willing to accept this, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of people in dance that do come with low self-esteem, you know? There's something that they're looking to heal. And so mm. I'll say this in a different way. And this is the same sentiments we've been, I think, expressing the whole episode. But if you're in a situation where you're constantly finding that you have to mold your standards, mold your morals, like backtrack on things that you would not accept in any other situation just because they're a dancer, please recognize that you deserve more. You know what I mean? Like, do not lower your standards for yourself, not just for the person that you're dating, but don't allow yourself to accept anything less than like your, your standards. Don't yeah. stick it out yeah. for something that you're romanticizing. Like no human is worth that. So Agreed. regardless of what situation you're in, if you're finding constant reasons to feel insecure, you're second guessing the relationship, you're constantly having to apologize for, you know, asking for your needs, this isn't working. You know, you deserve more. Move on. You value too much to be in any relationship that is a detriment to your life or rather it's not if it's not serving you there's no reason for you to continue to be in that you, you matter too much amen okay i will say one little shout out to the people that are intentionally single and have no interest in looking for relationships at all because i feel like that's a little that's bit true. more that's my boat right now and how you're able to kind of navigate some of this energy while you know it's going on because it's obvious it's palpable that this stuff is going on I feel like that's where I'm at and I feel like honestly I'm loving my life right now like I've been in so many different states and seasons of dance of like open to looking to kind of dating in a serious relationship just out of a relationship and now I'm here in this like very intentionally single space and I find myself celebrating myself and my body and my energy so much like putting the energy I used to put out there to other people putting it into myself um, like dating myself dressing myself up nice for myself and I've had such a noticeably different experience in dance and people treat me different now it has been like one of the biggest globes I feel like I've been through and it's been so incredibly fulfilling and I've still had some incredible like relationship moments it's just that they're platonic so I say that's still a journey worth noting worth going down if you're finding that you're not having the dating experience you want to have I would recommend this route you know, take a break and take a minute and really have a glow up moment for yourself where you really just feel like the thing that you're looking for, feeling like flexed out and shown off or whatever else, being in a dance relationship, try approaching the dance floor like that as a single person first. And I feel like you're going to attract the energy that you want to see. So I just wanted to give that little shout out to the singletons because it's such a beautiful, wonderful, exciting journey as well. I agree. I agree with that for sure. I think that's an amazing place to be in. And it's a good place for anybody to be in, to be honest with you, especially if you're 
especially if you're working, continuing to work on yourself. Whether or not you're trying to work on yourself for a relationship or whether you're trying to work on yourself for yourself, I think it's a good place. So that sounded like a good sum up too. With that said, I think we are out. Hey, that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening to the Brazilian Zoo No Cap Podcast. From your host, Archie, Jamiel, Ifosa, Amber, and Jesse, muito obrigado. And until next time, stay up.